Was that Raul and Teresa in the next scene loading all those suitcases? Yeah, they're leaving for Colorado. A million suitcases. They're like, fuck yeah, they're leaving. We can have sex in the pool house. Hey, get in here. Dallas is about to start. Welcome to Ewing Barbecue, where we wrestle up some steers. (laughs) My name is Mary. I don't know. I was trying to think of something. Nothing came to mind. I'm trying to do something different every week and... Cattle rustling. Cattle rustling is what we're into. <gasps> Some are going to be better than other ones. And this one was a fail. And I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Right. So anyway, I'm Mary. There you go. Yeah. And I'm Sarah. I think I'm Josh, but I'm the jury is still out on that. What would you like my name to be? Ooh, sexy. <laughs> Melody. Matahare. <laughs> A fancy play on oh Desiree, Delilah, mistress of the night. <laughs> no, Melanie, Melanie is Serena tonight. Yeah, yeah. Okay. can be our Serena. Well, she's got a she she's got a client in the back room because uh, she has to send Jr. away because he wanted to be Cash and Gary. I know and he was very impatient. Right. That's right. <laughs> and I am pounding down my usual bourbon because it's been a long week. More on that another time. I'm just my sippy cup. I'm wand, drinking some obviously. weird oh, punch that I got at a party last Monday. Someone gave me. They had a lot left, so they they yeah, as some weird juice. juice with pieces of fruit in it, and obviously vodka. And uh, yeah, so I'm drinking it. And what are you drinking there, Serena? Entertain us with your beverage of choice. I bet I can guess. An IPA. That's it? There you go. Nothing nothing fancy? I I think it's fancy. Yeah, one of my burial beer ones, despite all the lunacy. (laughs) Yes. You always have the coolest name beer. Well, I wish I could take credit for it, but I can't. There's a few breweries around here that put everybody else to shame. So tonight we're recording mm-hmm. on March 4th, which is the only day in the year that is a complete sentence, March 4th. And uh, it is eight years to the day that J.R. Ewing got shot and killed. On the new, on the new right. Dallas. On the new Dallas. Spoiler. Yes, yeah. it <laughs> is. But I mean, this is when Jr. Uh, well, or Larry uh, died in real life, so I feel like. Well, he yeah, he had already passed. Had already passed so we apologize if that is too November, much of a spoiler, so. and you're so mad at us for it. But I think we're gonna just let this one not be beeped. You're gonna be even more oh. mad when the show ends. Right, right, right. Season. Don't play about so this. That. Is just a drop right, in the hat. So don't worry about that. Then we're gonna have nothing to talk about, <laughs> um, you, and you're gonna be. Uh, yeah. Well, you know we'll be what? All up by Maybe. <laughs> Maybe by the time we get there, they'll do some kind of wrap-up series. <laughs> I mean, it is going to take us a while to get there, so yeah. <laughs> they really should do it on one of those channels they should. <clears throat> because I watched the Punky. I did the. I watched the Punky Brewster remake. It was so good. I've only watched five episodes, but I did it all last night, and they were so and good. And coming to America two so. comes out tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Amazon Prime. We're going to watch that on Sunday. Yeah. But um, I know it's going to get out there late, but. Uh, they are having a virtual Facebook Live South Fork uh, memorabilia sale of some sort tomorrow online. Yeah, we've been starting pimping at, it on our Instagram and on our Facebook page. So yeah, starting at nine. It's tomorrow, nine thirty a.m. Central Time. And you have to call in. You have to like call them on the phone. They're gonna like show you stuff live, and then it's gonna be like QVC. Like you have to call them to order it. 
That's all the housekeeping? All right, then we can get into the episode. I like this one. Okay. So tonight we're talking about uh, season three, episode 24, Wheeler Dealer. Bank loans on the Asian wells. Paid off today 100%. You almost lost South Fork to do it. That was a mistake, Dad. It'll never happen again. I'll never put South Fork or Ewing oil in jeopardy. I'll swear it. The first step in curing a drunk is getting them to admit what they are. And if the rebels win, there's not a doubt in the world they'll nationalize the oil fields. What? They'll take it all. Luck, stock, and every barrel. It was written by Barbara Searles. Searles? I think. Uh, directed by Andrew Alexander Singer and aired on March 14th, 1980. No relation to Mark Singer, who was a So we're really close member. to the real... We are date. Yes, we are very close to the real date. Okay. Okay. For 41, 41 years, years ago. So let's see. Ed, 41 years Ed ago. Ed Kenny makes his first uh, and only appearance as Seth Stone uh, in this episode, mm. who was played by Kenneth White in season one. Okay. Uh, oh, that's right. Marilee never really, I mean, Fern Fitzgerald no. made a comment about how she never met Seth Stone. Right. Oh, yeah. I hear way more about Marilee. Ed Kenny had a co-starring role as a senator in episode 28. And this this episode finished the week at number six. And when CBS re-ran it in November 6th of 1980 as a prelude to the season three premiere, it dropped to number nine. So this would air October 6th, Uh, 1980? uh, November 6th, November 6th, okay. So I was... A rerun. I was During trying the to, actor strike. All right. So I was recently rewatching the show Freaks and Geeks. This is why I ask. And in the second episode of Freaks and Geeks, Bill is watching Dallas. And I ah. figured out that episode probably took place the first or second week in October 1980. And so I was trying to figure out what episode would that be? Because obviously it wasn't the right episode. And then it wasn't on at that point, but it would have been in rerun. So it was probably like a couple episodes ago. Yeah. And... Uh, Cliff's there's an interesting little bit of trivia here. Cliff's contract that he finds is dated February 26, 1939. Mm-hmm. But in Dallas, the early years, it has their partnership, uh, Jock and Digger's partnership ending in 1934. Oh, interesting. And even JR was, JR was born 39. Right. So that actually makes sense. More sense, doesn't it? To Dallas, the early years. Mm-hmm. And Yes. In season six, it establishes that the feud dated back to 1930. Mm. And this is an episode, one of the two episodes that CBS said after seeing that the ratings were going up that they decided, ah, give us two more and see what you got. And the writer yes. said, oh, crap. We had, a, we had a little cliffhanger with Cliff at the cemetery with a gun in his pocket saying he's going to vow revenge. And Pam having just found out that Digger ain't daddy. Daddy was some saddle tramp. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I got to the I got into this one watching it and I was like this. Some of the shit that goes on in this episode that we'll talk about. It was like, oh, 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 yeah. oh. like this, this one could have been the season closer. There's some wasn't. upsetting things that happen in this one. I'm just going to say. Yeah. 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 yeah it, it, uh, there is. 
And there are some moments where we need to drink, obviously. Uh, yes, there are some, definitely some moments we have to drink. Okay, all right. Should we Should we get into it? Okay, we open on the exterior of South Park. And Jock oh. is shining his boots. He is spit-shining those suckers. Uh, Himself? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and they're nice uh, boots. Right? I would wear He's those got- boots. He's got that leather jacket on. This is an episode for a couple of leather jackets between him and Hank Johnson. We have to decide who has the better leather jacket. And obviously they're on the soundstage. Hank Johnson, insider dude. Yeah, insider dude. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I think I made some reference to JR insider trading. (laughs) While while JR's up in the office, insider trading and shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> insider trading before insider trading was insider trading right insider no, trading. before out right. of the time <laughs> so, so i i get what their whole conversation was about about you know amanda and going hmm. to colorado and he asked ellie to come but i said ellie's being so nice like yes. she's being like overly nice and sweet but then he was like i don't want to have secrets anymore and then when they say the she's gonna go he like they kiss and it's sweet. Like it it's is, a sweet it's scene a, and it's like the opening scene. It's like a aw. little like it's a sweet scene to start the episode. I guess is what I'm saying because the rest is shit on the re- it goes downhill. It goes from <laughs> sweet to sour real fast. It rolls. Yeah, and, was, and maybe they did it. And they the- have a couple of sweet scenes in this episode. I was just gonna ask: Is are we yeah. sure that the the end of that scene isn't the one that that painting is taken from? Because it looks way more like it. Maybe they're kissing at the end when he's in. I wonder if they shot it on the same day or something. Maybe, but it looks like like they're kissing and it's really cute and mm-hmm. it just looks adorable and um yeah. Totes adorbs. Totes ador- here. Totes adorbs. I know it's sweet. I don't know, we're going to have to go double check. Yeah. Cuz yes. that's well, um, what clothes anyway, are they wearing? But yeah, so Ellie wants to versus... go. She's like, I think we need to talk about Amanda, your check. first wife. And I feel like we should go see her because you haven't seen her. And like, I wanna, he wouldn't answer how long it's been. And I kind of want to know. Like, has, no, he has never it said been, like, he... 30 years? I think it has. We can kind of figure it out by later in the episode with what happens right. when true. we get there. Didn't he say, it, like, it's, it had been a while? A like, it was, it, I don't know if it was yeah. that long and ago, but he, it was. He said he couldn't come up with it had been a bit. excuses to. To get away anymore. Because it's going to look like he's having an affair with his ex-wife. Right. <laughs> oh, so he had been, so he yeah. had been going to see her and then he couldn't. Hmm. I wonder if that was like when he got into retirement, like he couldn't just be like, oh, I'm going on a business trip. I got the feeling you know, it was and before then when that, he was in, not in like the maybe when day, Bobby was more a kid or something. JR obviously pulls up to the soundstage in his car because, or actually, he was probably sitting in the car waiting to be given his cue to go in because we never heard the car pull into the driveway. Right. And um, yeah, he comes over right. and Jock goes, what do you say, Jr.? I'm sitting there saying, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, "Well, I'm going to say my lines as they're said in the script. That's what I'm going to say." <laughs> what do you say, boy? Well, well, Jim, I'm going to say like my lines, and green. then you're going to say your lines. You We're going to go to the next scene. <laughs> and then Jr. says, hey, and he puts his everything down, and he crushes his hat. Did you notice that he crushes his hat on the chair? 
I did. I was like, oh, that's an expensive hat. He crushes his it, hat on the chair and he's that it. famous, famous hat of his that was appearing in a lot of pictures during the offseason. Mm. Was yeah, the yeah. gray one? Yes, it yes, was. Yes. Yeah. And he says that the Asian the good news is the Asian wells have been completely paid off. So like they're no longer in debt, like them yeah. mortgaging against South Fork is no longer a thing. And that makes them one of the richest independent oil companies in the world. And yeah, but you know, have you talked to Bobby about this? And Dara's like, Are you fucking kidding like, me? Yeah. Like, yeah. what do yeah. I have to do to impress you? Yeah, did Bobby go to the bank with me? Bobby went to the bank with me. It was all above board. And JR like, is still yes. looking for daddy's approval in this scene. Like, yeah, and on and dog dad, daddy is he not giving there. it to him. He's just like <laughs> keeping a little carrot from him. Oh, very much. Right. Well, he's being I, pretty upfront about it, too. Like, what is it to well, he's just to like, make oh, you just, proud of me? I just wanted you to be proud of me, Dad. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Right, right, right. And he's like, well, JR, uh, don't mortgage my fucking house. <laughs> well, that's what I said on my notes. I put, he has to drive that knife into him one more time, and he brings up again how he almost lost Southwark. Like, he wants to make sure he never forgets it. Like, that, that was a poor thing. Right. That he gets it. And he said, keep towing that line and we'll be cool. Yeah. And they, and they have these <laughs> I, weird camera angles of yeah. JR, like the close-ups and the, the one pointing up J, uh, JR. Great? I'm surprised it didn't like hit the top of the soundstage or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, because I put, Jock doesn't trust JR anymore. You done messed up, boy. Or I did know, that Because then he's like, ah, oh, come on, I'll buy you a drink. I mean, I'm like... All right, that's an, uh, have we added that to the list? Anytime someone says, "I want to buy you a dr buy you a drink," yeah, that's totally. Yeah. I think it's on we the should. list. I don't know. Where I'll find the list. It's somewhere. I don't know. It's been a while. Well, I know I've got a couple <laughs> on here that I know are on the list, and I have. Yes, same. Okay. Okay. So Sue Ellen is drinking in the middle so, of the living room while everyone else is at dinner, and but it's close. So no one seems to notice. But they start coming in, and mm -hmm. Pam is, and she's like, "Oh." Uh, Pam learns that Harrison Page was calling and she had called him and she wants mm -hmm. to take some time off. And Sue Ellen quickly scampers and puts club soda in the. In the yeah, she's just like, oh shit, yeah. oh shit, no, club soda, club soda. No, no, no. <laughs> but then Jared kind of calls her out for it. He's just like, yeah, well, what were you drinking three seconds before he came in the room? It was booze. Yeah. Like, do you have x ray vision? What the fuck? I mean, seriously. Man, she wasn't being very sly about it. Well, no, she's she doesn't she's not good at hiding no, shit. I mean, she's not like, she's so not no. I mean, she she took I mean, she's taking phone calls from Cliff right there in the in the entryway. And, I know. Dusty, mm -hmm, and she mm -hmm. she's telling Jr. what she's gonna do before she does it. She, girl is not. She goes to a bar stuff. in Braddock where everybody <laughs> knows her. Sometimes you want to like, go where everybody like, knows your name. We're gonna we're gonna get there. That that part I had so many. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those notes. So, but <laughs> in this part, Jr. says he real. I like I agree with him where he says like, "Hey, I'm just trying to get her to admit that she's an alcoholic because that's the first step." But also like, this is not how we go about that, Jr. So also no. Yeah, don't do it in front of the whole family yeah. and degrade her and make her feel like shit. When Lucy asks her if she's still better, yeah. feeling better, just kind of like to be nice, and then. Miss Ellie says, well, she barely ate anything at dinner. And he goes, she gets all of her nutrition from this and holds up the bottle. And I was like, what an asshole. And, and then asshole. JR says, well, I'm just trying to get her to acknowledge what she is. And uh, Lucy yeah. goes, well, why, right. why don't you admit what you are, too? <laughs> I love it. That was funny. Oh, snap. We need to start doing those, like, too. Lucy. Lucy's jabs and, and JR. And, and then, yeah. 
I was like, go Lucy and then go Bobby because Bobby Jr. is like, stand out of my business, Bob. And he's like, well, you made it. Yeah. Our business. Was, was, by taking her apart in front you of us. Yeah, you, you, you wanted um, Bobby's help yeah. last time when you had to go get her at the bar. Or no, you had you had yeah. to go get her at the police station because she, she tore up the so apartment. He's gonna go get her at the bar too. But then he gets defensive <laughs> when Bobby comes on to him. So then he lashes out at Pam to be an asshole. He's like you got enough right trouble and, in your own marriage. Oh, blah, no, blah, blah. And Bobby did warn him. Bobby did warn him. Pam, Pam, him Pam finds out Digger's not her daddy. Her daddy's a saddle. Tra- How many times yeah. is he gonna use saddle? Tramp? Her mom's a tramp. Saddle tramp. Yeah, call it says she's cracking up. And then do you see the look on yeah. Pam's face where she's like. Oh shit! Because uh, okay. jo- you are, bitch. Jo- it's downhill from now. Jo- Jock is. <laughs> and Josh is jo- like. Jock is looking back and forth, oh like, okay, okay. What's do I do? I need to get. I, do I need to get ready for my Jock pose then, here? My Jock cock pose. And then he does because then J- Bobby just punches Jr. Hits him right into the chair. It, it was. It, and then he has to. Oh, there's our drink. Bobby punched somebody. It was. It, it was, oh, it was the. Uh, Pam's mother is a whore comment that yeah. sent him over. That's the day when Riker, that yeah, is when yeah. Jock's like, y'all break it up. He does the growling yeah. voice more than once in this episode, like three times. Yeah, he, he does. He, yeah, yeah. And then he does the Jock, pop, jock cop pose, so we have to also drink uh, that. There you go. Bobby, Bobby, watch your temper. JR, watch your damn mouth. And I put down, you guys are enablers. Why the fuck did nobody shut JR up? <laughs> Before he got that far, why are y'all sitting back like deer in headlights? Right. Going, oh, yeah, he had laid in the three people right. before they even stopped it. And if you notice, Jock went after Bobby first for throwing the punch instead of going after Jr. for right. running his mouth. What the fuck? Yeah. But you know what? That's how it happened in my house too. Uh, I got in trouble. I did too. I got in trouble for for defending myself against my brother, and he'd be like, "I don't know, Bobby." I did too. And I was just like, "I just it's." It still happens. I just feel like this has happened 70 billion Everybody. times in that household. Mm-hmm. And Jock yeah. is just because he does it. And then he's just like, God, because, <laughs> you know, he's just yeah. he's a fuck of it. He doesn't want it. to. He's just done. Yeah. He's like, you guys are in your 40 30s now. 40. Jared is 40. Why do you still do this? I think my folks still the same way. <laughs> and then Sue Ellen offers her her club soda. <laughs> That's funny. She's like, hey, hey. JR, JR, you want my club soda? You're going to need it because there's, there's actually some vodka on the bottom of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so then Pam, cut to Pam laying on her bed and just staring at the ceiling. Look, wah, wah, wah. I mean, here it goes. Spiral, spiral. Uh-huh. And she's like, maybe JR's right. Maybe I am cracking up. I'm like, no, oh, my hey, Honey, uh, JR is never right. That is a dangerous yeah, road to go down. Don't ever agree with no. JR. Yeah. Paging Nurse Ratchet. Paging Nurse Ratchet. We need to add that somewhere. A, a Pam, what the hell moment. Oh, those are all she season says four. Like those are all, we will be so uh, drunk season right. four. That's what the hell, right. Pam? No, JR is never right. What the fuck? Seriously. Right. Uh, and then... Um, but she's having an idea. She thinks her whole life is, she thinks everything is is a lie. And well, in a a way, her Her, upbringing, it does turn out to be a lie because she, the father that she thought was her father is not her father. Her her father is just a a skeleton with a bullet hole in it. But we've, and we've talked about this before. I mean, Digger was the one that raised her. That is her dad. Right, but I'm going to stop her from having some sort of yeah. like existential crisis for it because, like, you know, and it brings up 
questions about her mother. She's like, right. okay, well, did, do we have proof mama really died? Like, I need to go find this shit out. Right. And then they're looking through. Well, the- yeah, okay. that, that, that. I'm sorry, I'm getting home. That's a different scene. That's a different scene. That's a different scene. But, but, <laughs> no, wait, but, but she says that. Bobby wants her to go away perhaps tomorrow, but she and Cliff have to go to Aunt Maggie's house. But isn't Aunt Maggie's house in Kansas? As we learned when she showed up at the hospital. I don't know. I was thinking it was not close she, by. When she showed up at the hospital, she was coming from Kansas. So Pam just has to hop over to Kansas tomorrow. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't. I didn't think about that. Huh. <sighs> question. Now I know. I know Ray's aunt in future seasons lives in Kansas. So I wonder if maybe they got that mixed up before or later on or something. And because Aunt Maggie was local. Yeah, but in the episode when she showed up at the hospital and Digger was in the hospital, said she had come in from Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she was coming from Kansas from her well, sister's maybe, house. Maybe she visited she or something. She doesn't have a sister because that would and mean Digger had another sister. Right. Maybe she was visiting somebody and she got called back because her brother or whomever was dying. Well, but I mean, that she, didn't she live with Digger in that house? So maybe Digger lived with her. So they had to go to Aunt Maggie's house who Digger lived with. I don't know. Maybe because all of his shit's there. So... <sighs> Look, we're all making this so much more complicated than it is. I'm like, let's all research. Uh, it. We, we need, they went to an attic and went through some shit. How's that? We need, okay, we need a okay. special episode to like, figure out where Aunt Maggie lives. <laughs> Maybe she was friends with Ray's, say, Ray's aunt. <laughs> Maybe. I really aunt. like Pam's lace, like high necked, like lace thing in this scene. And um, also, uh, Bobby says that he just wants to get her out of town and go somewhere like, like just, let's just get away from all of this. And she's like, no, because I, I promised uh, Cliff that we'd go through all Digger's stuff tomorrow. And he's like, do you really think you're going to find the answers going through his stuff? And she's like, I don't know, but I still feel like I, I would have to do it. And I feel like, yeah, Bobby, like that's a morning ritual. So yeah, I dreaded that, but it was the best thing I did. Like, I loved looking through all my bad stuff. I did. Yeah. And it was, like, it was sad, but then I'm like, I saw all healing. this crap now here like I yeah I came in with like two boxes and Scott was like you're bringing more shit into the house I was like you're like yeah yeah you find the best unexpected shit when you start going through your um passed on relative stuff like I didn't know my grandmother had a baby book she did we found when we were cleaning out in the basement we found a journal or series uh, that my love journal that my father's father my grandfather kept during the last week of his oldest daughter's life when she was eight years old and died of an infection in the nose that went up Uh, to the brain and the doctor wouldn't operate because they didn't have the money. They wanted the money up front before they operated back then. That's why that's illegal. Yes. And he, it was a detailed every day of that week writing. That's so sad. And that is priceless. And there was a lock of her ha- of her hair. Mm. I love that. I, I love my it. mom has a lock of my hair. And we found out she she house. didn't. The date too. on her tombstone was February 11th, which is the day my niece was born in 2000. And mm-hmm. we found out from reading this that that was the date that she was put in the ground. They did not keep accurate death, death date records back then. So she died in January. Uh-huh. But. Well, oh, wow. uh, really well, Josh, also being up north, no, sorry, no, no, Sarah, being, being, being up north, they had to wait till the ground was frozen too, right? Was before thawed. they buried them. 
Right, right but February 11th and yeah. Jan- February 11th is still winter and it's still frozen. So. Well, yeah, but depending on the air, well, if if they're not in a hurry to bury somebody, I can see where that could get behind. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like my grandfather died in January. We buried him on his birthday in May. Because back then, even they could be refrigerated because it's still super cold. We, we couldn't. And we're just throw them in a snowbank in like and, uh, two days. We waited a week for my dad. So I mean. It just depends, and that's the great thing okay, about up, so, this great thing about up here is that the, in but, the winter you have an extra refrigerator the the outside. So after she tells him she's going to go to clip to Aunt Maggie's diggers, doesn't it cut to Jr. going to Serena's house then? Or yes, is it does. Okay, it good. does. Yeah, yeah, yes. Which I thought was hysterical. And she, she even opened the door all the way up. Yeah, she's occupied. And you man. hear the guy. Yeah. You hear the guy in the background. Like, Who is it? Send him away. Serena. <laughs> Who is it? Send him away. That was he a seems horny kind of drunk. Yeah, he was a little drunk and super annoyed, and she's like, "Well, this is the way you wanted it, cash right? and carry, baby. You know, cash and yeah. carry." And then he was like, "Yeah, I guess it is," and then leaves. But the oh, yeah, you can't have your cake and eat it. But the funniest there, thing is, he goes to his third choice. He just has yeah, to go somewhere because he doesn't want to go back to Sue Ellen at home, so he goes to Kristen. Actually, she Sue Ellen would have been a better choice at this yeah. point. I I'm just gonna <laughs> wonder you guys have a big problem with this next scene. I have a big problem. Is it him it. throwing I mean, his clothes on off camera onto the camera? No, she she is she's pouring her heart out, and then he's just taking his clothes. No. Out. What's the what's your? She's like pissed. He rapes and, her. Yeah, I know. It's the end. Basically, he he's like he's like get in here and shut. Yeah, up. He ignores her, pulls her into bed, and tells her shut up. That's what I put. He tells her shut up. She's saying she's literally saying no. I don't want to have sex with you. And he tells her to shut up, and then grabs her. And throws her, and then the scene is played like comedy. Exactly, but this is a big problem. Also, to me. This is also in the eight, and it's not right at all. But this is in the eighties where men slap their secretary's ass, and my, and my dad was in an office in the eighties. I watched him with all those. That's those why. Women fought, this is why I, I'm just saying. This is the epitome of like the message when people talk about just like uh, the patriarchy and yes. uh, and and rape culture. This yeah. is rape. This is the me. This yeah. is the it, me too is movement. Like, yeah, and this, John, is, this is rape culture this. saying this is fine. Yeah, and, and Kristen was very, yeah. very clear. I don't want to sleep clear. with you again right. until we're married. Right. Blah blah blah. You know, she's like, she's angry. Yeah, and she's angry. She's not she's into it. She's hard saying no. telling him all the reasons why, and three right. or four times in that thing she's saying and i will not have sex with you until da 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 da, da and da, da da and i do not want to no i don't want to and then he's still but what i was gonna say josh not say this is just something a man would do i mean Marilee stone could be oh. sexual harassment in some of her episodes too oh, but God, yes. in this instance yes she said it more than once and i even put right. that like it, i don't know maybe it's just me being a now, female but I know if I'm like, fuck no, no I'm going to punch you in the nuts and I'm going to slap. I mean, now I, but she probably no. felt he's like she owed him 98 something. pounds. That's what I'm saying. This is before Lorena Bobbitt pulled out a knife. Oh, well, and when you think time. about it, this was in 1980, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. The courts didn't recognize marital rape as a right. thing until 1984. Yeah, they're not even so, married. right? Okay, so imagine if Kristen, the mistress, like her, the wife's sister, is being treated like this. Imagine what Sue Ellen had had or right. was had to do or was subjected to, just to get him to shut well, up. Remember the, the night that what remember he, the night that John Ross was 
we think he was supposedly conceived. That was not he threw her on the bed and raped her in right. the house. I mean, that was right. Yeah, she was like, no, no. I mean, it she, was. she was like screaming, fight. Jr. is upping his nasty in this episode, big time. He, he really is. is like more than one. This way. is one of the worst scenes of, I've seen so far of the whole series. Is that moment? I'm like, this is where he's being the biggest right. villain. Well, not to be like a, a weirdo, but didn't almost make you uncomfortable. It made me uncomfortable. Yeah, that yeah. Was like, it made me super uncomfortable. I just wrote, I do not like this scene. No, because they, they, because they was, I, I well, went from they, I went from to make it comical. Yeah, I went it, I went from laughing at the clothes flying over onto the camera me to too. being no, like, like what the hell okay, are you doing? this guy is like a pig. Yeah. And I said, Kristen knows exactly what he's doing to her. And she's trying to call him out on right. it. And he's just like, fuck that. Get right. over here and do it. That was her push over the edge point when all this. That and was- and <laughs> this this is the push over the edge point. And I, that's when I like, I want to talk about both episodes. This and the next know, episode is I'm one. Not- I'm, I'm going to try not to, know, but I'm just going to say this. This, 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 this is why I only watch one episode person- at a time because I don't want to jump into. Yeah, yeah, these right. scenes for next week were at the end of this one. And it jogged all these memories I had when I saw the scenes for next right. week. Well, I didn't see scenes so for next really, week. The person who wrote this, the person who wrote this episode was a woman. And I think that this person gave us the reason for what happens in the next episode. Yes. At least partially. That yes. I've never at least partially I would say probably a pretty big percentage of it that I've never put together before. I think it's I, I think had, it's the I've combination never, of this scene and a, another scene with Kristen that cement her Yes. Go- yes. Yeah. I think I know what you're talking Honestly, about. Honestly, but you remember that that TV show I was talking to you two about the other night that I you know yes. SVU, yes. I love so much. <laughs> that leading into that is a common theme. Well, yeah. right. Like yes. When somebody snaps. Yeah. Yeah. After they've been abused. Mm-hmm. If anything's gonna to make you snap. Mm-hmm. That's gonna do it. Yeah, you can I only snap. You can only be pushed so far. I'm gonna grab some more. There work. was also the scene yeah. in the fictitious book where it was revealed that J.R. raped Valine and was Lucy's father. Oh. So. Oh, the Lee Raintree book. Yeah. Where, in the Lee where, Raintree non yeah, book. Yeah. But, yeah. Where, where Luther Frick raped Sue Ellen and made her like it. I, oh my God. I can't. I read that book and I was like, I want to like but burn e- you even, right now. I read it when I was like 12. So. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I, I might reread it just to to refresh. I was thinking we should at some point do like a book club, like do like a Patreon book club where we'd like read a chapter and we talk about it with people on our Patreon. It might be a fun extra thing. Um, and so, so Pam starts asking questions about her mother, and Aunt Maggie's just like, "I don't really know that much. I don't really know about her. She was kind of around, and then I like she. It seems like Aunt Maggie wasn't living there. She was living somewhere she different." Said- she said Rebecca was the rebound. Yeah, but do you get the feeling that Aunt Maggie from knew LA. she was saying that she was bouncing around questions? Because she said the same thing a couple of times, and she, I felt like she was left leaving holes on purpose. I don't think she really didn't yeah. know. I think she was leaving holes on purpose. And, it, oh, and, it, and, and at this that, point, she's still called <laughs> Becky. Right. Becky. And yeah. she was, that's what I'm saying. She never like was like, Rebecca, it's Becky. She didn't give any like real details. She's like, oh, it's just kind of misty. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like. But yeah. she gave some details, but the details she gave, she repeated more than once. She left obvious holes. I think she doesn't want to yeah. remember her real mom. Oh, she, no, she totally said doesn't. that um, the next time she I saw her, her was when 
uh, saw Digger was when he showed up with Cliff and Maggie, uh, Pam and Toad. And dropped them off. Dropped them off there. Which goes back to my question. How long were they married before Cliff came along? Didn't she say Probably it? not very long. I thought she said something about, it might have been a different number. Because they had. But she said the last time um, well, you dropped the kids off in the trunk. Because that's so, not adding up. Again. They also had Ty- two Tyler other kids that died of the terror. Right. Uh, yeah, in between them, right? Between Cliff no, and Pam. T- I didn't Tyler, Cliff is that much older. Tyler than. and then Cliff and then Catherine and then Pam. Yeah, but back then they had one like one one one. Okay. Back then they had them like like my dad and his brother are 11 months apart. Do you see what I'm saying? Right. Back then they're very My friend was my friend was pregnant on her 6 month checkup at the I'm sitting here going, "Okay, so Rebecca was the rebound." Jock and Ellie got married in like what 1938, 39, just before JR just 39. before JR was born. Yeah. They had to get married. Right? married, right? Okay. So we're thinking if Rebecca's the rebound, it's probably not long after that, like 1940, 41. So let's say Clip is born in 42, 43, maybe? Yeah. That makes sense. And then they have one. They have one. They, well, no, they must have had they ha- two. They had they, they had one. Pam they had one the that baby. died, then they had Cliff, then they had one that died, and then they had one that died. Pam. And then okay, so Cliff may Cliff may be a little bit more closer to Sue Ellen's age, like maybe 1945, 46. Yeah. Okay. All right, right. They had one because then they had Cliff, and then they had one in between that died, and then they had one that Rebecca had Pam in fifty two. Right. No, nope, fifty three okay, so because it was November and she was 53? and she was pregnant. It was after oh, the election. Right. 50. 53 because she's quite a bit younger than Bobby. Right. And this happened right after the election uh, of Eisenhower. uh, They were blowing off steam that Mm -hmm. uh, Jock fired Hutch at the bar. So Mm -hmm. Pam was supposed to be 25 at the start of the series. God, I feel so old right now. I thought she was supposed to be 28. God. Yeah, see. Me too. But but Bobby was. But this this places her in 1953 because uh, Becky was pregnant uh, in November and was going to run away with Hutch. Okay, oh. so she leaves kids, trunks, drunk, he's off again. Now it cuts to you, Ingle. No, and she wants to go to Corpus yeah. Christi, but Cliff yeah. finds some mysterious paper and shoves it in his pocket. Yes, and I also want to say that Cliff is really dirty in this scene. Like, he is covered in schwitz everywhere. <laughs> he's not afraid to get dirty. He's not. Walk with his hands. So Hank Johnson came all the way from Asia to tell him that there is a revolution brewing. On a revolution. Insider trading guy. Insider trading guy, yes. Okay, good, because I put on here, Hank comes in, tells him his revolution at the oil fields. And I put, Dash, please explain, guys, because I totally missed this whole thing. I was on the phone doing something, and I was like, shit, I missed the whole thing. There's not a lot to explain. Okay. They're just kind of, they're pretty vague. There's like, so there's an There's uprising, an assassination. And they're going to uh, overthrow a... the government. Yeah, right. Yeah, why couldn't you call on the I know you said he wanted to come in person, said, but here comes the foreman. Here comes the foreman guy with token music, like it's token seventy nine eighty, like like. Okay, did you notice that? I noticed all music, and he's. I noticed all. He's got the he's got the black leather jacket to to counterbalance uh, Jock's brown yeah. leather jacket. It was basically like this guy basically came in and like the shaft team was like yes, yes. and I think I'm surprised he wasn't I stuffing his Hank pants. Looks like a swindler. I think Hank looks like a swindler car salesman. Yeah, and Jr. He was like blah 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 greedy opportunist, and I just I put LMAO because I'm like, are we serious right now? 
a greedy opportunist. Right. The pot calling the kettle really? black. Really? The you're you're passing judgment? Okay. Jair wants weird. to bribe the rebels. Okay. <laughs> and he's, he's like, like, yeah, that's not a thing. Jair, you, you don't live in the real world. You, you, the outside world, you live in Texas. It, what flies in Texas don't necessarily fly on the other side of the planet. Yeah. And JR is like, okay, well, Hank, go away, pay them off, whatever amount of money. But he shuts the door and he's like, fuck, fuck. Right. What do I need need a drink first? Like, light bulb. He thinks of it. And he he moves on it quick. Real quick. He does. We we don't. This this is kind of like where I was like. And we don't learn exactly what his plan is until a little further along. It's it's just kind of vague, little vague. We know it's going to yeah, be dirty. That's where I made the, oh, God, because oh, yeah. I, reali- I realized what he was doing uh, yeah. <laughs> in, the, in that scene that we're going to come to. Yeah. So then Kristen is with Von Leland in, well, I wrote Kristen's apartment, but it's not really her apartment. It's the Ewing extra apartment oh, thing no. that she's been staying in for a confidential meeting between he and JR. JR wanted him there at 10 a.m. sharp, put- but JR shows up late. Yeah, and Vaughn is a oh, on purpose. He, had, he has a habit of doing that spoiler. He does it because he right. wants Kristen to entertain for a little while on purpose. Right. And to like he wear does. wear down their like yeah. uh, I don't know what the word is. They're Defenses. like as a He uses yeah. the women in his life for like that all shit. the time. And she's not just Kristen. She's putting on all a necklace that was a gift from a, a friend. And he gets it. He puts friend. it on. He gets his all greasy, all sleazy hands all over her, and his old man hands. Oh my god, he's getting chilled out. He is a creeper, Mick Creeperson for sure. Mm-hmm. And and then then Creeperson. Oh god, all I put about this they, scene was all I put about this scene was ew, <laughs> ew. ew. And that's appropriate. That's all we need. Ew, ew. No. David Rose. Ew, ew, ew number, <laughs> ew number two because of Jr.'s rape of Kristen ew. there. No. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that wasn't ew. This this whole scene was an ew as well. This was oh, this, just creepy. Different- it is a, it is a literally a feeling. This- it's a sixth sense that a woman gets when there is a creepy man around them, or they feel somebody looking at them, mm-hmm. and it is creepy. You have a sixth sense. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People think I'm crazy, totally, but there, I know there are different. It's weird. No, there are different levels of <laughs> ew. There's ew. There's and there's ew, I'm fucking scared. And, and, and I think, yeah. I think, like, I, I think like Dennis, Dennis Patrick plays this sleaze perfectly. He is the he perfect. Does. He, does. He, he's probably, he was probably a very nice guy in real life. You can't doubt that. Probably. He's an actor playing his job. Probably. And he played it so well with those, the, the eyes and the eyebrows and the creepy grin. And he has grin. Uh, yeah, he has mouth expressions. They're like, mm-hmm. Like uh, what's the like he was licking his chops, Simpsons? like he wanted a piece of her, you know. <laughs> yeah, what's the old man on the Simpsons, Mr. Burns? Oh, Mr. Burns, God. Mr. That's what he reminds yeah, me of. Burns. Sorry. Okay. Except uh, he's so, not so nine hundred years old, but he's close. Duellen's <laughs> in her appointment with Doctor LB. She asked um, for another glass of water, and, she, and yeah, she's so. Thirsty. And he gives her. And then she yeah, got it but, herself. But she, because she's fucking dehydrated, she, that drunk. She uses a new glass. Why doesn't she use the same glass if she just had another if she just had a glass of water? Because she's she rich. She doesn't remember. Because she's rich. <laughs> she doesn't remember. Bottle shop, she would understand. I, I said because okay. she's rich. We don't use the same glass, Josh. Are you kidding? I'd hate I'd hate to be cleaning the glasses <laughs> in his office after her meetings. And then she admits that she that she's drinking because the drinking makes the pain go away for a little bit of time. 
And did you see how escalated her emotions got when he called Dusty a crush? Crush, 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 crush. I was in love with him. Uh-uh. I don't think she's crush. ever said oh, that crush. about JR. Right. Or right. Maybe like, later about one other. I loved him. I think she says it about it like, one other person mm. later. Later, mm. later. And then she- but it was authentic. Like it was very sincere. Mm-hmm. And she looked mm-hmm. like she was in like deep despair. And if you had not seen this episode yeah. prior to this, you would know that that deep despair was going to lead to a scene coming up where she used that despair and used something else as her crutch. Mm-hmm. I promise oh, you that is what an alcoholic does. Like a hundred percent. Like that despair that she had, you knew somewhere in the next 30 minutes, you're going to see her at a bar. I mean, right. It was sad. Right. It, right. it made me sad. She said she is in pain and she needs that pain to not be happening. Mm-hmm. And she's going to do anything to get rid of it. It'll oh, be it is sad. He hit a nerve. That's what I meant to say. Yes. Right. Yeah. He hit a nerve and she was like, <gasps> like, I'm not prepared for this. And, I'm right. She wasn't. And then she said uh, that and then he, she was a lush. Right. She admit, cause he's like, well, you just don't know the, the real. So like, he's trying to be like, you are strong. You need to rely on yourself and not anyone else. Another she's man. Like, mm-hmm. And then she's just like, I know the real Sue Ellen and the real Sue Ellen's a lush, just like JR said. You're like, oh, I, wonder if she, I wonder if she's ever going to get her act like, together no, in no. her lifetime. Uh-huh, yeah. It's like Sue Ellen, just like Pam. JR is never right. No, listen to JR. Why is everybody listening to JR? But it no, also, listen to JR. It also <laughs> is, though, even though she is kind of a lush, it is, you, it is a form of brainwashing. If somebody tells you something so yeah. much and so yeah, often, totally. do you believe it? And that's where women's or yeah. men's self-confidence goes down. Even when yeah. she, I mean, this is kind of very confident, but over the years and other past things, yeah. I've lost a lot of confidence because people, you hear something so much, you believe it. You and believe it's it. sad. And it's always easier to believe the JR even did this to exactly. Ray earlier in the season at that fundraiser for Dave Culver mm-hmm. with the Donna of relationship. Yep. yep. JR yeah. gaslit. He gaslit everybody. Yep. That's which, what you do. That's what it does. Like, which you haven't. And that's, that's how, how you gain control and you gain power over people exactly you, you take control you, of the situation you demean their confidence level you knock their confidence level down and then you can control them yep 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 but that's the thing he'd, he'd beat her down beat her down beat her down and then he'd do something nice and something loving to just, for just a little bit and she'd be like oh my god he really loves me blah, 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 blah. Like, that's an that, works. that is the it's, it's so toxic. Definition of an abusive relationship. And then he go right back to... It's the cat and mouse thing. It's like yep. the cat playing with yep. the mouse and then letting it go mm-hmm. for a little bit and then coming back at it. And um, That's what my mom says about me. She goes, she goes, I love you to death. She goes, but you're just like your daddy. She's like, everything is going great and perfect. She's like, you just want to rock the boat. You want to make something. And I'm like, I don't do it on purpose. I just, and I don't like drama, but I just don't like a sedentary life. I want something going on all the time. And that is a flaw of mine. I know that. The therapist mm-hmm. told me that. Girl. But it's true. I, I, I don't, if everything is going good, I automatically think something is wrong. This is too good. We got to have a non-podcast <laughs> conversation about this one. <laughs> night. Scott, he's like, he's like crazy. Shit. I was like, I know that I'm crazy. Holy you're not crazy. This is very real and in so yeah. many more families than you'd think oh, it was. I, oh, I yeah. get it from my family for sure. So, uh, so we go back to the condo yeah. and Vaughn's leaving. He's going to round yeah. up some people for what we still don't know exactly. 
and he leaves. Right. And Kristen does not like. I don't Vaughn. like Vaughn. Mm-mm. And she he's lets him know. Nobody likes Vaughn, but he's yeah, he's great. And then she was worried. She's like, "You left him here with me. Like, if you hadn't come, he he may have attacked me. Like, I didn't feel safe with him." Yeah. And Jr. says, "I don't know. Maybe you would have liked it." Fuck you, Jr. This is and, my biggest fuck. And you the to one JR. word oh that God, sends Kristen over the edge is when Jr. says. You know, you're attractive and you're available. Let them know you're available. First right. of all, you're saying that like she's a worker. Second of all, you're saying it like you didn't just promise you were going to marry her and make her the ex Miss Ewing. Right. I mean, there's so many things wrong with this scene. This, right. There's just so many things wrong more, with it. But yes. And the, the right. whole idea, but, even the uh, whole idea that Kristen has in her head that she is going to become... Mrs. J.R. Ewing is is laughable because how is his family? But he made her think right. That. He 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 knows it's laughable, but he's using he's using her and right. He's using he, her, and she'll believe it because she wants to believe. She's it. taking the bait. He knows. He, right. he knows that he can. It. He could never bring her in there as Mrs. Ewing, and the reaction from his family. No, of course, never. Please. Never, and why ever, doesn't ever. she know that? Because my because she doesn't be like. His parents are going to hate because me. Because she's 19 years old. She, but, she's wearing blinders. Yeah, she is. And she loves him. She's in love. She's been in love with him. And she wants to believe what he tells her. And he's been telling her the same thing. But even a 19-year-old, why so would you think you could go into up. a family residence and you know you're going to live there and think his parents are going to accept you because you were fucking your sister's husband? He's, he's, he's gaslighting her, too, in, a, in many ways. Oh, oh yes. she's totally gaslighting her. And, he, and he, yeah. she wants to believe it. And it's what she wants. And so she's just like, she doesn't have the experience to like life experience to tell her like this ain't gonna happen. And even though like she should know better, she's just she's just lying to herself and he's lying to her too. So But I, I, I honestly think though, Mary, 19 and nineteen eighty was probably equivalent to like a 27 year old in 2000. Do you think? Yeah, I don't know because, because it, that, in that day and age, they were groomed like her mom did to be a right. Southern wife. Well, Southern, I'm Southern. So you're groomed to be a Southern wife, get married, please your husband, take care of your husband, be a homemaker and have babies. That's what you're groomed to be. Now, right. I'm a little bit later generation. So I was groomed that way, but also that I could have a job and be, you know, but I got mm-hmm. married at 21. I mean, I was young. Oof. Now, granted, I was married for 18 years, but it didn't work out. I mean, it's not going to work out. Nobody that gets married before, I told my daughter 26, just to be on the safe side. I mean, that way you're, you know what I mean? Right. I, and that might be right. You might fall in love with two years and she's almost 21. Right, right, right. But anyway, that's the way they were groomed. So I think her equivalency is to what a 25 or 26 year old would be now. Like, you're still Maybe, but naive. I just don't think she's had that much experience. Like, think about like the the like boyfriend she's had before. She would have been in high school, and they, but they probably all pawned of her. She's beautiful. She's probably a cheerleader, or whatever. Yeah, right. and she was. And what was the extent was of her relationship with Rudy Millington before? We don't know what happened. Before. Right, he like, was, he was I a, just feel like good, He was a good, well-to-do guy with good family ties, good parents, and his mom liked her, so she was supposed to go with him. I think that the difference is I think she actually loves JR. I think she does too. 
but she's delusional. And so I think that she's being delusional. She's being completely delusional. I don't, I don't think I don't think she liked it. Rudy's beamskin rug. <laughs> I mean, I don't yeah. blame her. So he he leaves. Um, she throws the uh, pillow at yeah. the cushion at the door. <laughs> I would have yeah. thrown more than that. Yeah, and then Thanks. she um she calls Alan Beam and decides to throw in with him. So that pushes which. Yep. Yeah, I mean that just yep. is disastrous. <laughs> it's I a mean, bad decision, but what's she gonna do? Yeah. I mean she's just at the end of her. Two rope. of JR's, two of JR's flunkies trying to get together uh, to bring him down. She should have called Lucy. Her and Lucy yeah. should have gotten together because I think they could have had a good plan. Because he's never gonna believe anything Alan Beam tells him. So then it cuts to yeah. JR at the cartel <laughs> doing oil. Nope. Uh, no. Nope. I think it cuts to Pam and because uh, yes. Pam's asking Ellie and Rebecca. Yes, I missed the part. Uh, oh, she's asking Ellie about Rebecca. Like, what do you remember, my mom? Or anything? And Ellie's like, I, I met her once. I don't. I didn't know very much and Lu- about Lucy's her. Lucy's sitting there studying, Sorry. but then she gets a call from didn't say who yeah. and leaves the room. Yeah, yeah. And then um, that's when uh, then Bobby comes in, and then Ellie invites both Bobby and Pam to come with her and Jock to Colorado to visit Amanda. And Pam had been on her way to Corpus Christi to find her mom's grave, but Bobby's like, "Well, you can do that after. It's not. It shouldn't be a big deal. Like you should just come, come with us. We can we can and swim and play after. tennis, as Mama says. Yeah, we can hang out in Colorado. So yeah. she's like, All right, so Rocky Mountain High, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah." And then that was that Raul and Teresa in the next scene loading all those suitcases. Yeah, they're leaving for Colorado. Like a million suitcases. And, and G- they're like, fuck yeah, they're leaving. We can have sex in the pool house. <laughs> we have the whole house for ourselves for a weekend. And Jock says something to JR about, you know, making sure Young Oil's in one piece was gone. And JR says, you're not going to South America. True. Ooh. Oh. Oh. I just I didn't even yeah, think about you're not that. Going right. to South Wait, of- say it again. What now? Spoiler. That's a spoiler. South America. Oh, oh. Yeah, because Jock wants to make sure that JR doesn't destroy you and oil while he's gone or something something to that extent. And J- right, JR right. says, Oh, relax. You know, you're you're going to, you're not going to South America or anything like that. Wah, then wah, he wah. gets a wah, wah. Then he gets a phone JR Lucy tells JR he has a phone call. There are a lot of phone calls in this episode. There are. Yeah. Before the days of cell phones. Right. And uh, he'll take the call in the den. So Hank says that the bribe was a no-go. And that's about what? And he also said that basically shit is about to hit 48 the hours is basically all you got. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he calls Vaughn and says, uh, Vaughn goes, oh, everyone is eager. And they want him in, he wants him in the office in about an hour or so. And who's listening at the door to the den? Hoo-hoo. Our girl Swellen. And then she calls out the name of the episode. And so she's wheeling and dealing. You can't even wait for them to be out of the gates before you're wheeling and dealing again, Chaya. And we don't know how sober or not sober she is in that scene. Oh, I, I don't think she's really sober. I don't think she's been really sober since. For two or three episodes, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's. She just has that glaze going on. Just that little glassy eye thing going. Yeah. Um. So then Jr. calls the. Is it the cartel? The cartel and, and some uh, extra people off to the side that we didn't. And some extra, yeah. some extra people. Probably, oh, no, yeah. people probably contest winners that were put in the episodes for us. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. 
Um, he says to let them in on the Asian deal. Go ahead. Oh, well, that's what I was going to say. The Asian deal, 75% Asian holding for 10 million per point. And Ewing Oil wants 25% royalties of every barrel drill, pulled out of Asia, which, you know. Yeah, the cartel, but, they're like, what's uh, what's going agree. on here? Jared said, well, really, we've got some deals that we can't talk about and we need to <clears throat> insider trading <laughs> that we can't go on about. And uh, we just need to free up some capital. And he and he honestly he one it's actually this is brilliant because one, he has to make it. Um, believable for them to like trust him to be like okay I'm doing this because I need money but also like I'm going to take way more of like if this works out then I should so he's being a little selfish and also um that's funny what was my he's keeping point? 25% um, of the deal for himself so it doesn't look like right so it doesn't look right. bad but then also, like, it makes it believable in case this all does the bad stuff happen so that they just buy it and go away and give them the money. <laughs> so they'll be like, oh, God, you took 25%, so you're losing money, too. So everyone's, you know, so he's basically setting up a, a, a fish on a platter and trying to serve it to them, a stink fish, basically, but trying to gloss it over. Right. And then you see Vaughn just sipping bourbon in the back of the room like a creeper. Like, what? I hated just looking at his face in that scene. <laughs> oh, Dennis Patrick, we should we should drink every time he has that oily grin. <laughs> Does yeah, oily. Grin. I don't like it. I don't like it. So, and then Kristen is at the condo with Alan. She's dressed in a in a white top and a ribbon in her hair, trying to look like some innocent. Yeah. And Alan's got the chain going again across the suit. That's awful. And they're like, they're like trying to come up with a plan. They're like, okay, we're going to get JR. What do you want to do? And they're like, I don't know. I have, so I have cool. copies of documents from Cliff's campaign that I wrote double copies. So I can keep, I can pull that up, but I don't know. Yeah, what. And then the light dawns on Kristen's marble head. Is like I'll just go along with what he wants me to do because probably people if I like hang out with his friends they'll give me dirt on him and that'll be enough to thank him. So she calls the office and Connie who's look, looking at some book or something she answers and then Connie she says you cut back to Kristen goes Connie it's Kristen Shepherd. <laughs> no, I love that. I was like, hey. I, I, I just, Connie's just, I just want, I wanted, I wanted to hear uh, Connie's lines on the other end of the phone. <laughs> I know. Oh, I love Connie. Uh, but Kristen will go to dinner with Jordan Lee, who's been kind of trying to get with her for a few months, and kind of gross. Jordan Jordan's gross. family is out of town. What? What's really his wife and new baby? Really? And the okay. wife and baby, what did they go to? What did you do to make her go home and visit mother? I mean, that's isn't that in 60 sitcoms when a wife got angry, she went home to mother? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, not me. So, <laughs> I, I love my mom, six, but 60 sitcoms, girl. So, and then Jay, when Jay, <laughs> when she tells JR that she'll go along with it. And he goes at the end, he's like, wow, that's better. <laughs> right. Okay. It doesn't take him much to convince him. <sighs> then we, and Jock is up late at night and he's staring out a window at a full moon in the mountains of Colorado. Mm -hmm. 
And that looks like a cozy room. I want to be there. fire like going and the Elias. Have a moment. They have a moment. They have a moment. They are having a moment. The mountains yeah. are beautiful and so is she. Mm. Oh. This is a little precursor to a love scene we were not privy to. I'm okay with that. Ger- no, 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 no geriatric <laughs> sex. No, thank you. <laughs> she's only in her 50s. You, she's like 10 years older than me. Wait, he's. No, it's so weird. Really? It's so weird to think about, isn't it? I there. know. I don't the, want the, it. The, this is this is fifth. This is a late fifties in in the early nineteen eighties, which is like I know, but still like there. Yeah. It's like that famous. It's like people have posted a picture going in the thirty years ago. Seventy six looked like Jane Wyman and Betty Davis. Now something in the seventies looks like Linda Gray and Donna Mills. You know, and it's just she's in her eighties. No, this was a few years ago. <laughs> Oh, okay. But yeah, but it's I just mean, they're, the, they're more the age. They they looked older back they then. Look, and I know they, people did look older back then. Why is that? Yeah, they did. that's they also totally because did. Linda Gray and all them they were in their prime in the eighties, so they kept that eighties glam. Going. And also, we have all the products now. We have the hair dye. Yeah, I need it obviously right here. The creams and we have the Botox. Well, I'm not allowed to get I mean, that. You can look like I Teresa thought, Hines Carey. I've had it once and I loved it. Well, and Scott's like, do not, don't do that. Like, he's like, in the long run, I was like. Well, I thought I mean, y'all look about 10 years younger than you are. And people think I, believe it or not, I don't see it. People think I'm like 25 or 26. I usually, when I'm out, and I'm not trying to be funny, but usually if I'm actually like, like my age, dressed up, too. my hair is straight, I have makeup on. I usually get 33 yeah. or 35, yeah. usually, which is fine because I'm 42. I'm fine with that. I look younger than but my son. I, I look younger than the Ohio relatives. But when I, I hit about 32, 33 is when I, I started looking on. older. I, have, I got I have, carded until I was 34. Not anymore. So, so jo- eyeshadow on. Jock is nervous <laughs> about seeing Amanda and he still wants Ellie to be with him. Yeah. Yeah. He's nervous. He's cause he, he obviously hasn't seen her in a while, but it's good bringing up also some like yeah. feelings and memories that he's just uh, yeah. feeling at least they were like like weird about. And yeah. meanwhile, yeah. Sue Ellen is not showing up for Dr. LB. It's because she's holding her appointment in a bar with Dr. Jack Daniels and whoever else will listen. <laughs> at Ace Bar in Braddock. Right. Ace Bar. Where, where happy, we'll get, we'll get with a big happy hour sign in out front. Yeah, well, it was a happy That's the thing. For, for such a society wife, she goes slumming. She's I like, I they call it a happy hour, but it's happy hour five to seven. That's not one hour. Uh, that's true. I've never cares. understood that. No. And that's how people get wasted because my martinis, instead of being 14, they're seven. So instead of having four, <laughs> instead of having two, I have four, and that's how people end up like see That's how they get shit. And then they also I cut mean, the prices nope. on the hors d'oeuvres to get you in there too. Happy hour appetizers. Yeah, appetizers. Yeah, appetizers. That doesn't work. I still get drunk. So the de- deals are signed, yes. and uh, looks like Von Leland is getting in on the deal. Okay, and then is this where Jr. finds out J- Von Leland's going to go ahead and be involved? Yeah, and he said, after all he's done, Jr. can't think of anyone he'd rather have in the deal with him. And then he had the big shitting grin on his face because he knew, like, yeah. fuck you, fuck you, Von Leland. Fuck Leland. you, Von Leland. There you fuck go. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. 
but fuck you, I'm out. <laughs> You're cool. Mm-hmm. Well, fuck you. Merry Christmas, Merry you Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Kiss my ass, fuck kiss you. his ass, kiss your ass. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. <laughs> you see that movie yes. Half Baked? <laughs> yes. God, that's so old. How do you fuck you? Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you. I'm out. So now, now we're back in Colorado at the uh, this at the sanitarium. sanitarium, which is kind yeah. of and this makes me sad. Kind of great, it, almost Great Gatsby like with the whole setup. It is. It's a bit. Yeah, it's a nice. It is a nice place. Like Jack spared right. no expense. Right. He said that. He He's like, it. she's had the best of care. And Ama- Amanda, yeah, Amanda right, doesn't right, recognize right. him, which triggers something. Uh, like, how long has it been since? The queens. Like, yeah, maybe she had a nervous oh, wow. breakdown, but it's it's turned into early onset Alzheimer's. It's been like she Yeah, it's been so long that she actually thinks Bobby is Jock. Yeah, yeah, I bet she has Alzheimer's. I bet she had early onset Alzheimer's. I think so too, because yeah. Jock seemed like but then Bobby was like, Oh, thank you so much. Like he just played along with it, which was what you should he do. He did, but he's he looks so like he's I said like, like Bobby's thinking, uh, and then Jack is like, uh <laughs> everybody's just like, This is super awkward. Like, like, what's going on? And Ellie's probably looking like, like she goes. Oh she, ha- she, had that, she, she had that. She had that nice. She got that nice color. dress for Jock, and uh, yes, and he goes, "It's gorgeous." She, she asks if you're gonna go. You're gonna go away with with him, pointing to Jock, the real Jock, because uh, he he's a yeah. wildcatter. That guy, and right, I love that right. Word. And it just made me realize, like, how much Amanda really loved Jack, and like she was just worried about him going out wildcatting. And I love Amanda. I'm just like I, I love her in the Dallas Early Years movie I too, I love and I love her here. And, the, uh, and every time I hear the song Amanda by the band Boston, <laughs> I've always Amanda. thought of Amanda from Dallas. And the, okay, but and this this, this actress else, is Leslie Woods, by the way, him. Leslie Woods. Leslie Woods. And every okay. time I hear the song Southern Cross by Crosby, Stills, and Nash and Young, I call it the Farlow song. Oh, <laughs> totally, um, totally, totally. I didn't think about that. Yeah. So, um, so Jordan Lee goes to Kristen. Uh, uh, Again, uh, no, I, I, I want to put one more point in about Amanda. She apologizes for being a burden, sure. which I really wanted to get in there. I know. I know. It makes me sad. I know. That's. Oh. She's like, oh, I love and her. Ellie comforts Jock after. after Amanda is taken back away. Mm-hmm. And then Chris, and then Kristen's yeah. entertaining Jordan Lee, who wants to move to the couch. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, because he's being gross. And um, <laughs> and then she, she's like, "Okay, so tell me about Jr. Then I'm gonna be trying to be sexy with you." And then he's just like, "No, Jr. is awesome. Jr. is my favorite person in the world right now." And she's like, "Ah, she's not getting anywhere with him." So now she realizes. She's going to probably, she's going to feel like she has to sleep with him, um, but she doesn't, but I feel like she's going to. Uh, no but we don't what. know because the scene ended. <laughs> How do you do that? Me too, but I just get, I just get that feeling. I don't know. The, anyway. the little well, thing no, like, so I'm going to, I'm going to leave that nugget there because of something that happens way down the road. Mm-hmm. It's true. That's why we're leaving it. And we're going to leave that and and, and we are going to circle back. Yes. Circle the wagon. We're going to circle back in about a season. Okay. So then Cliff has been calling for Pam. More phone calls. Um, Yeah. Sue Wellen. At least Hank showed up in person. (laughs) I said drunk Sue Wellen saying JR looks nervous. Because it looks like Sue Wellen's a little. You're up to something real nasty. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And the family's back from Colorado. She pokes at JR and she taunts him. That's what I put. Ha 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 ha. Then the, f- the family returns. Mm-hmm. Cliff wants to see Pam. And then. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, oh, maybe it's about my mom because guess what? Like, maybe my mom's not dead. And Bobby is like, what? Okay, What's okay this Pam, now? you're really oh. reaching now. You're st- <sighs> he looks really concerned about her. And she's just like, yeah, maybe that's what he wants to talk to me about. And he's just like, okay. So then there's this quick scene with JR and Jock. And then Pam goes to Cliff's. Right. Uh, JR takes a call for Lucy. I mean, what are, uh, all these phone calls again? No, 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 Lucy's not here, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then JR says, oh, I'll see you at the office, Daddy. And then Pam goes to Cliff's. And then so Cliff's whole big news, because she's like, did you find Mama? And he's like, what? No, I found this piece of paper that I proved was like signed <laughs> by both Jack and Digger saying that like Jack and Digger and all of their kids get all the rights to Ewing Well 23. Like, perpetuity. So like, and Pam is like, we get money. Pam's like, I don't give Pam's a fuck. Like, what? I don't, right. And, I don't and it was, date, it was dated February 26th, 1939, which was basically last, <laughs> last week was the anniversary. So I just noticed a weird thing here that? that I didn't notice when I was watching it. So Sue Ellen earlier went into that bar and then Sue Ellen is back. Is, is it like just cutting to a completely different time? Like, cause maybe I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that while it was happening, but then she's back. Like when, um, because Cliff had been calling for Pam and the, the family's back from Colorado. She's back at South Fork. And then the next scene, she's back at the yes. bar. Oh, I, so you know what? I, I got, didn't even catch that. I didn't catch that while I was watching it. Maybe it's just she's been going there. Nor, like, it's whatever. just to, it's just to establish that she's picked up a drinking pattern. There's, she said she was leaving for her. I don't know. I'm gonna she said that. she was leaving for her appointment with Dr. LB and she quickly said hi to that's the family I, and then left. But she yeah, never went to Dr. LB's office. I put down that she lied because she didn't go to Dr. LB. She went to a friggin' bar for the second day so in I, a row. Right. And like Sarah, for the second day like in a row. Sarah, I was working and watching it at the same time. So I just assumed that she had lied and gone to the bar. Yeah. Right. Love her for no, right. But I thought I thought her going to the bar was only once. Like I was just oh, thinking that was just the one time she went no, to the I bar. Too, but now that I'm now. looking at my notes, that's not the case. Because huh. it has to be a completely different day that she's doing that. Or they fucked up in editing. Yeah, I, think the, I think the day before was just to establish this pattern that she is skipping appointments. That she's been going just to the bar right. every day. Yeah. Like be. I may be going to therapy, but then I'm gonna go get my drink on too. So Right. So, yeah. So we're going to cut to Sue Ellen Crunk at the bar. Um, and there's a weird VO at the beginning, like on the outside that they must have just recorded to establish the situation yeah. that where she's just he, the guy's like, you are you sure you've had enough to drink? Mrs. Ewing? And she's like, have fun. Yeah. And I put she's drunk as shit. And it, and it might be, it might even be a, stumbling. It everywhere. might even be a different bar, too. If we look at the exteriors. No, it's the same bar. It's Aces. It's the same bar. Yeah. The, it's the same bar. My exact notes were Sue Ellen in the bar, really drunk. drunk she thinks the guy's dusty. Love her for a coat. It's pitiful. That's what I put. Justice. I said that. Yeah, yeah oh, it's justice. really sad. It is justice. pitiful. And then she's drunk as shit. She thinks. And picking up some rando that she thinks is dusty. 
But that dickhead, like, she's, she's that that drunk. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm dusty. Mm, yeah, I'm yeah, dusty. What a I'm dusty and I'm back, and you're going to be. Yeah, exactly. And what, what do you want? We're, we're going name? after you your dusty muffin. <laughs> Ew. 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 But you know what he thinks he's about to go get late his pickup truck in the parking lot is what he thinks. Right. So he's exactly. gonna play along with it. It was oh, just God. fucking pitiful. Oh god, truck sex. Yeah. Oh god. We haven't thought of that since uh-huh. Ray and Lucy. Right? God. And then I my I bet this guy orders a bourbon and branch too. Is it that popular of a drink? And Swellen stops for a minute when he orders that. Yeah. And he was like, and she and he's like, what? Show her something else? And she's like, no, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah. So we and I don't know but, if it was that she does she's a vodka drinker or if it's that's what Jr. likes. Jr. drinks like, that right. Yeah. That's what I think. Right. And then they start making out and they cut. And that made it and like, like I said. Then we cut to Bobby and Ray doing some uh, probably feed bills or something like that. And uh, we I, learned. I put thank thank God they answered the phone. Yeah, we we learned we yeah. learned that Ray <laughs> that Ray has has the plumbing and the electrical done and then he's gonna. House is almost done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah uh, it's the guy from Ace, again, Ace Bar calling. But Bob. again, the bartender called. So number two is what I said earlier. Why the fuck would you go to a bar in Braddock County that you are a Ewing? She didn't give two fucks if anybody saw her. But like, no, she, she doesn't give any fucks right somewhere, now. You know, outside the city, a couple cities over. But being a Ewing, she's not going to go very many places where she's not recognized either. So at no, that but point, fuck, does she even give a fuck? She's like, whatever. I don't think she cares. I think she doesn't care about anything right yeah. now since that yeah, she's, no, she's no. just like, nothing She's matters, so inebriated. She doesn't know nothing up from down and left matters. from right. And I, I love when Bob. She wants to just not hurt right I love now. when Bobby hangs up the phone and says to Ray, we got trouble. Let's go. He doesn't say what. Yeah. He just, just rush out. He's just like, Ray you know, let's go. Follow-up question. Yeah. Shot, Ray, shot, a, shot a Barbie's car driving down the road. The one, the one uh, scene that is not from a set, and I'm sure it's from an earlier episode. Yeah. Right. B-roll of an outdoor uh, They want to cut to the cowboys that want to take Sue Ellen to a party. Bobby and Ray arrive. Mm-hmm. I put this. We're gonna go to a party. I put this could have been so bad because we were talking about Jr. raping Kristen. She was about to get Sue Ellen was about to get carried out of this bar by what three or four guys. It could have been really, really bad. She was like, "We're gonna go to a party." It's like, "Honey, you are the party." Right. Oh, I know. And it was like, uh, but then here come Bobby and Ray to the rescue. Here comes Bobby. Part, there's a party the in the car, and we're coming. Okay. He's like, I'm taking her home. Like, I'm taking her this home. Bar, bar fight. fight. Drink, 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 drink. Bob, Bobby, yeah, Bobby. Bobby. The music on the bar fight. Somebody. And it's token bar. bar fight music. And, <laughs> and Sue Ellen tries to attack Bobby because she thinks he's hurting Dusty. She's like, Wait, oh, Dusty, no, Dusty, no. Dusty, no. Dusty, Dusty. <laughs> then they finally kiss out. Hey, hey, hey we've, we've all had to carry one drunk bitch out of a bar in one point in our life. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm usually the one that's doing. I know. I'm usually the one. I'm usually the one. Let's go. Get in the car. It's like, all right, get out. Get no. Go lay down. Basically, go lay down in the car. (laughs) Sleep it off. (laughs) I put the seat back. You know what I did learn though is if you go get in the car and you put the keys in the ignition to crank it, like in the summer when it's you need to have the air on. If the cop comes up, that can be a DWI. Don't do it. 
I didn't know that. Yeah, and so know. one night at Scott's bar, he was working. And I got his keys and I just went and I go lay down in the car. But it was hot. It was like July in, in Alabama. Oh, God. So I had to turn the air on. He comes out and he's like, you can stay in the car or you can come inside. He's like, you don't have the keys. I was like, why? I'm not going to go home. He's like, no, 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 no. He's like, you can get a DUI. I was like, what? That's like in Las Vegas. <laughs> when, when a friend of mine, I went into the general store and he bought alcohol. Security guard said, make sure your friend doesn't open that until you get to the sidewalk. Because if you open it in this uh, parking lot, it's a thousand dollar fine. Like, oh. wow. Yeah. That's- Liquor laws are weird. So, FYI, guys. Jock and Ellie okay, are playing backgammon. Go it off in the car. Drink. Yep. Okay. Up. Oh, drink. FYI, y'all. If you're going to go drink and go sleep it off in the car, you can't have the keys in the ignition. Sorry about it. That's our lesson. Okay, uh, that's our what is it PSA yeah. for tonight? That's our PSA yeah. for tonight. Now, and now the cars yeah. don't. They have those fobs, and you don't even have to put them in the ignition. You just push a button. That's true. Well, that's it. Right. But if the engine is running, but if, the, if it's oh. on, if yeah. it's on, you're yeah. in trouble. So yeah. Jock wants his drink refurbished. Solution where we can have it heated or air conditioned and not have the engine running as ignition. Whatever. Let's keep going. Jock okay. Jock wants his drink. Uh, refreshed miss ellie doesn't right and i i think this is the worst i've ever seen swellen by the way when they carry oh, her in she's horrible i mean she was yeah, like she, mah, 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 she, was, mah, mah. she was pretty bad when she was passed out pregnant but this is pretty damn this is this but is the, worse. the worst is that pam jock jr and ellie and bobby but they wait pam jock ellie and jr all saw her when Bobby yeah. carried her in, yeah. he didn't mean yeah. for it. And she like was that. bad. She's like flailing. Mm-hmm. And I said, I said, y'all could have brought her up the back stairs, right? Aren't there back stairs in the mansion? Probably. You would think so. But probably. This is probably the worst, yeah. like drunkish I've seen her. But then the. Yeah. Oh, spoiler. Oh, yeah, yeah. Spoiler, spoiler. Oh. Yep. <laughs> Beep. JR says yeah, he's going to have to do something about this because uh, real soon because he can't keep doing this to herself or he can't take, he can't much, take more. much more. Yeah, going to have to do something about this real soon. Right. Right. What? Yeah. Yeah. He's secretly um, the, the, the next piece of crap. We morning. see the entrance to the it's den the where JR goes into the left under the staircase. And there's Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. The, and we had we, on the TV. bathrobe. We had Jock in a bathrobe earlier, a nice silk one in Colorado. Mm-hmm. We have mm-hmm. JR here. So we had leather jackets and bathrobes. And I want to know more about and lots of fur coats in this episode. I want to know more about the uh, the story on the news that there was a fire that was knocked down at 5 a.m. Injuries well, to four. That's the thing is, I've never seen him come down and turn on his TV with a remote control and walk outside. He in, turned it on, didn't even watch in, it. Injuries just, to four firefighters. There was $350,000 damage and a burglar fleeing from the scene of the crime. I want to know more about that. I think that he was looking to see if there was any news about Asia. Right. Yeah, but he stayed for like one second. I, I think it was like a right. free thing so that Jock could see the news when he walks back in. Oh, right. I, right, right. But I, you don't know that when you're watching it, and I'm like, eh, in Dallas. But Bradley. instead, we get the news about J- Asia, and then well, Jack well, well, hears J- it. And he JR, looks JR so scary. goes out to the pool, and Bobby says he's he's going yeah. up to a little side, more side story. He's going up to Two Stick to check on some fence. JR asks if there was rustlers, you know, just to fill the conversation. It seemed pretty lame. Yeah. And Sue Ellen is sleeping it off. He tells her and blah, blah, tells him blah, blah, blah. blah. And then the dog is very confused. And then Jack hears the news and he looks really scary. Oh my God. Yeah. And they were set to lose billions of dollars on the, according to the news. Mm -hmm. 
Oh yeah, mm-hmm. billions. Can, for I, sure. can I do the jock voice here? Oh my yes, god, please, please do. do. How much did we lose? <laughs> That's what exactly. I put it in mean voice in capital letters in this, and he had the scariest, meanest, like grandpa voice in the whole yeah. world. Well, because mm-hmm, the guy mm-hmm. in the news was just no like, Christmas presents this year from grandpa. The guy on the news was just like the Ewing family just lost billions of dollars. I mean, one hundred <laughs> billion dollars. Like, I mean, oh, and Jock's like. What the hell? How much do we lose? And JR's like, uh, don't worry about it. Because you know what? Insider trading, he sold all that shit off, didn't he? The way I stand to He th- says, the way I look. Oh. Right, you do it. You do it. We're going to make a killing. And I said, in more ways than one. And that, Jock looks confused, and JR ends the episode on one of his shit eating grins. Because he knows, he knows. I put Shane Grin ends it, but then I said also yeah. a very weird look on Doc's face in the man's. He's going. Mm-hmm. It's a weird. Yeah, I, 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 I thought I saw the veins in Jock's head ready to pop like Carter McKay later. In yeah, the season. I, yeah, I think so too. All right, so I gave this one four point four bourbons and hitting on your ex husband's son. Ooh, okay. I gave this a 4.5 and Sue Ellen's fur coat because I like it. It's like that weird white black. I mean, you know, having a fur coat. And her makeup in one of the scenes too, but the, the fur coat. Uh, where Gosh. did I go? Oh, I gave it a one. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I gave it a 4.75 and 25% of all royalties off of oil coming out of Asia. Good one. Um, Melanie? 4.75 as well. And, um, fuck. I put my notes away. I can't remember. Sue Ellen thinking <laughs> is Dusty in the bar. Yeah. 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 A drunk Sue Ellen and a bar. bar right. A party. We're going to a party. Four, seven, party. A, Four, seven, seven, a party. There's a party with swelling in the van and they're all coming. <laughs> I feel like, awesome. oh, I hope he likes that. I feel like Sue Ellen didn't know what a fucking party was. I think we need to show her what a party is. As a I think so. with like a lot of pants around the okay. ankles. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us this week on Viewing Barbecue. Next week is the season finale, and like it's gonna be uh, huge episode, huge, huge, epic, big finale. Please join us. We're gonna probably do something fun for it. Hopefully, we don't have a plan right now, but we're going uh, to please. Look out for more information about that on our Facebook I'm very group. curious to see what the writers have come up with given two extra episodes. Yeah, right? All right, right. We'll find out next week. All right. See you then. Bye. Bye, y'all. Y'all come back now, you hear? I got nothing this week, you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 I got lazy. I didn't make the post. Next week, I need, I need one, I need one-liners, you guys. You have Send a me. great one for next week. Send me one-liners for every episode ending, please. All right. You could have done Jock's line tonight. Of, How much did we lose? <laughs> next on Dallas. Look at! I believe you knew that. You'll regret this. Is that a threat bomb? A promise. I've put up with all the wheeling and dealing and backstabbing that I'm going to. We leave in the morning. You're a drunk and unfit mother. The sooner we have you put away in that sanitarium, the better off you're going to be. He's got to be stopped. I can't rely on anyone else to do what I have to do.